0: you're perfect you don't
1: need no filter hello and welcome to put a cork in it hosted by yours truly monica toby who has zero credibility in the podcast world but is trying to make it big this podcast was created for unfiltered conversation which always leads to cringy comments sound advice and obviously a lot of laughter so come along for the ride and listen to a podcast that will leave you in a better mood than when you started
2: welcome back loyal fans and listeners to the podcast uh you know i don't know about you guys but today was absolutely beautiful weather like almost hit that 60 degree mark like it felt warm outside for the first time so we got some good vibes coming into today's cast um mon how are you doing this evening
1: I feel similar vibes. Today was a beautiful day in Raleigh, North Carolina. A great day to walk. Got a little bit of ice cream. And as of now, I'm wearing my Drew House hoodie that I've waited a lifetime to wear. So, like, life is good, you know? There's not much to complain. Sometimes you just gotta see the simple things, you know?
2: It's all about the little things. The Drew hoodie, you know, personally rocking a new Eddie Bauer, you know? It's not a zip, but it's it's a, like a try button type thing. I, I'm definitely feeling good.
1: I was just about to ask you, is that a little new Eddie Bauer merch that we talked about the other week? Oh,
2: oh absolutely. Uh, my lovely, my lovely, my better half, Carly, she got this for me for my birthday. So it, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty good week so far.
1: I wish I could say that my other half bought this very expensive hoodie for me, but unfortunately I bought that for myself and I'm proud of that. I'm going to be honest, you know, financially stable girls. That's what I'm going to say. Let's go. (laughs) So, you know, you guys know the drill. We have a guy, we have a gal, we alternate. So as Austin and I were thinking about a, a guy for this episode, I'm like, you know Monica it doesn't always have to be someone new okay you can always reach back into the archives and think hmm who would just hit us where we need it you know and I dove real deep like we're talking beginning episodes deep and I said to myself I'm gonna go back to quarantine I'm gonna go back to March April and what name came to mind Jackson Williamson And, you know, it felt right in the soul. It felt right in the heart. And so, Jackson, how the heck are you feeling being back?
0: Oh, it is a blessing. I looked at um, my calendar as soon as you said that. It has been a full year since I have been on Put a
2: Cork in It. So (laughs) I'm glad to be
0: back. I'm glad to be back.
1: Hey, we're glad to have you. How,
2: How deep is that? Is that like episode three or four?
0: Hey, the funny thing about it is we had to, I was with JT the first time we did it. And I think we begged Monica just to have us. Like, I don't even think she wanted us on it the first time. We begged and (laughs) she kept putting us off. Yeah, I think we did come in right around like week three or week four.
2: Yeah. How does it feel to be wanted, Jackson? Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) Oh, now, now you're back. You were selected for today. Like, this is... You've I really climbed a, the ladder. I do feel a lot better this time. I do.
1: Listen, we're already awesome. strides ahead from the last one because that was recorded on a phone via oh. Timing on the computer. Yeah. And Jackson, you tried to do the interview outside in a golf cart and the wind was, oh, like, wind. bustling.
0: Yeah. It was a windy day and I was on the golf course. I ended up doing that in my vehicle outside of the golf cart. So I think like it went well.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely went well. I mean, there was a lot of editing that had to go into that, like, honestly, hours because of how poor quality it was. But we yeah. rallied together and we got a saucy little episode. Yeah, I um,
0: enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have recently transferred to a new school and are entering into new dating atmospheres, go ahead and give that a listen. Um, I think that, that would be really eye-opening for you. um and you know to start it (laughs) to start it off right Jackson have you have you met any new women that you're interested in at your new school
0: so no honestly I'm well I (laughs) definitely met a lot of new women but uh I am single um so Newberry Newberry's small I mean it's probably 1200 students um and I would say seven or eight hundred of them are athletes. Wow. Um, so, you know, we're kind of in season now. So you really don't have a lot of time to, I don't know, I mean, hang out with different people. It's kind of school football and that's about it, you know.
1: Wow. wow. So, okay, well, you know. thank you for starting. Just off.
2: fact check them. It is. Uh, it is twelve hundred and five as of last school year. So he's he's right on the money
1: yeah thank right. goodness you fact check that and to give everyone a little bit hey of a just bio, have it to give everyone a little bit of a bio her off.
0: Just her off. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: all right so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up um hope everyone's had a great <laughs> night and we're gonna go okay um to give everyone some context into who this man is listen i am at jackson my senior year at miami again didn't think i needed any new friends similar to how i felt when i met austin wasn't looking to make new friends really and genuinely jackson was in a bad mood as some of you know from his previous intro he was in a bad mood at this gathering we were both at and i told jt who had brought him i said if that man needs to leave go ahead and tell him to leave he seems like he's having a horrible time then he came over this was at a crew event called Milk and Cookies, yeah, which people always have a baller time at. So you were if being you weird,
0: know, you know. Right.
1: So anyway, then we convinced him to stay, have fun. Then his football career took him away from us, and we all had to kind of go through a whirlwind of emotions because we had just made this really great friend for semester, and now he was leaving us already. Very emotional. And now he is at Newberry in South Carolina. And this is where we are. You know, we're gonna drop you right into this moment of Jackson has transferred there, Austin's still in Oxford, <laughs> still in Raleigh, just in case you need our geographical locations. Uh, um was there anything else? Also
2: some more some more background. Uh Jackson, what position do you play in football? So I played quarterback. Um,
0: I played at Miami. I played quarterback, and now at Newberry, I also play quarterback.
2: Guys, QB. Yes, yes, yes. Are yes. you
1: trying to like pimp him out? I'm right just,
2: now? I'm just yeah. marketing him. I'm just marketing him. You know, to mind. the to the listeners. Yeah,
0: sure, sure. Mom, one thing before to clarify. I think I had to clarify this last time. You're quick to say that I was in a bad mood at milk and cookies but the fact is for the people that don't know crew starts it was it eight
1: yeah
0: and then milk and cookie starts nine fifteen ish you know and you can stay until whenever until monica kicks you out and says she's going to bed but <laughs> i think i had like a really big assignment due at eleven fifty nine. And it was one of those things of, like, me telling JT, like, dude, I'm going to, like, I'm getting a zero. Like, we need to go, like, now. It was, like, 1130, and I was kind of panicking. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Mon took that as, like, he looks miserable. Um, Ask him to leave. So, yeah, that's an awesome friendship. That's how that went.
1: Thank you for providing the context. We We've,
2: all the the We've all had the non-panic. scaries. We've all had the scaries of the late assignments. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, jt's
0: like dude this is an eight to nine thing and then i look up and it's eleven thirty, 30 and <laughs> yeah
1: that is the most crew thing i've ever heard yeah. you know time just flies okay um listen 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 i know that we're always into like really positive fun things you know i'm always putting people on the spot asking them about their relationship status as i've already done with jackson so just to clarify He is single for those in the southern part of the United States. Any who's Um, The real reason we're here is to talk about something a little bit more deep. Okay, go ahead and throw that out there. And kind of this thing of how we're all kind of in between in, if you will. And kind of this weird part of life where you're still doing every day. And you're still going, you know, you're taking one step forward. But there's just something to be said about you kind of feel stuck at the same time, because this isn't where anyone ended up was expecting to end up was to be in this weird year of not being able to be normal. And so I feel like I was having a conversation with Jackson the other day about like, how are you supposed to like have hope when you're like so unsure and Yeah, I would say I'm in a spot of feeling very unsure and not knowing what's coming next in my life. And so I just kind of wanted to get like a perspective from people our age of how are you still enjoying college? How are you still, you know, engaging with people without knowing there's just a lot of unknowns.
0: Right. I would say, number one, obviously it's, you know, we've never experienced anything like this before. And I would say every day here is just different. So you could wake up one day here and, you know, we have to take these COVID, um, we have to get tested every Sunday just so we can go through the week. And everything is just so temporary. You know, this person can play this week, this person's quarantined. And if there's anything that I've learned over kind of the last month and a half of just being here and also the first semester is just the importance of just like, and I know it sounds cliche of just like, being in that specific day and being present, um, just because, I mean, I feel like if there's anything we've learned is like that can change in a heartbeat, you know, um, and just to not really take anything for granted, um, just to go out there and you know specifically, you know, for me to be able to just to even play a sport um, right now, when honestly there's so many things that are just getting canceled and. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just it's tough. Um, so I feel like, we, you know, at, at my school, we've done a really good job of, you know, incorporating like protocols and ways to get it done. Um, and, you know, I say all that we're, we're supposed to play a game Saturday and we might who knows if we'll even play. I mean, it can change and every day, but just being present in that yeah. um, and learning to adapt and adjust as we all have had to do the last, you know, 18 months or more, you
1: know. Yeah. when do you feel like you, cause I think that's a great perspective. And I think that's really hard to remember, but I think that's the only thing you can do is like control mm-hmm. yourself because you can't control anything around you. And like, mm-hmm. we never could before, but we have the illusion that we could. And I think that's so true to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on what I can. Um, right. And that's honestly just like one day or maybe even one hour at a time. But Mm -hmm. when do you think you had that transfer of thoughts, if that makes sense? Like, did you go through a phase of like a bad attitude of like, this sucks, what the heck?
0: Well, the transfer of thought happened because I was originally terrible at it, if that makes sense. Mm. I've always, you know, I'm as type A as they get, right? Like, I love knowing what I'm doing in April, in June, next August, (laughs) and then to be able to turn that on its head and say, Hey, but I don't even know what I'm doing on March 4th, you know, with today being March 3rd, obviously like it's easier said than done, but that was very, very uncomfortable for me because I love to be in control when it comes to things like that, you know? Um, so I think I learned it and that transition happened over just being uncomfortable in situations. Um, and you know, for me, you know, personal thing for me, from a spiritual standpoint is like, like, Hey God, like, you know, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I think there's power in, in knowing that like, hey, no matter what, dude, I mean, you'll be all right. Um, and that was definitely like a rough transition for me because I feel like we all were in kind of that spot of, you know, I would say a year ago. I mean, nobody knew what was, what was going to happen. Could this thing get any worse? Are we going to get any better? Is this how life's going to be for 10 years? I mean, nobody really knew. Um, so I feel like it made a lot of people uncomfortable. And as a result, you know, you got to give up control and just, you know, just hope, you know, and, and have faith, which is kind of what I did. But yeah, it was very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Austin, I feel like you are also an organized person because I'm really identifying with everything. Jack is. Saying, especially when he says the part about like wanting control so how do you feel like you relate to that where do you feel like oh yeah me too
2: well going back to the whole you know the whole beginning of this pandemic I mean I was like sweet online class like gonna be a breeze like I didn't think everybody was gonna get sent home like I thought like summer was gonna be normal here we are almost a full year later and like I can't even like walk around campus without like having a mask on or what have you. And, you know, everyone is is still, you know, socially distant in restaurants and, you know, just the, the drive to want everything to go back to normal has people looking too far ahead. I feel like, um, me included, especially, but, going back to what Jackson was saying about like just being in the moment, like personally, it's my senior year of college and, you know, I'm in week six, I got nine weeks left until finals. And then, you know, I'm a real person. So uh, my housemate said that the other day and I'm like, wow, I really have to, you know, take every day by day and just be here and like, you know, be with the people that I want, to to stay in touch with you know build those relationships with the underclassmen um you know whatever it takes like hey i might be tired on like a tuesday night but like if somebody is like yo do you want to like stay up and watch a movie like sure bro i'll watch a movie with you like it's, it's just little things like that and and i think something i've been doing is just trying to find something every day to look forward to instead of like the weekend so, like, I'm not skipping over days.
0: Right. That's so good.
2: For example, tonight, we made chimichangas. It was amazing. Like, Sorry. unbelievable. Me and the housemates and and my lovely girlfriend, you know, all chowing down on some Mexican food. Like, <laughs> like that was awesome. That was so cool.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's a really good way of looking at it, too. That I feel like I need to hear that of looking for something in every day, and not just looking forward to the weekends. And that sounds really crazy, knowing what I'm doing. Like, I get to have really awesome conversations with people every single day about how God is working in their lives. But sometimes I can get dangerous, and it feels like that's just my job, which it is my job. But I feel like I don't want things like that to fall into the category of like, a meeting, you know, like it's so much more than just a meeting it's actually me somehow someone entrusted me to help lead other people spiritually which is great and awesome but also a big deal you know so that's really good that's really good you guys wow I'm feeling like very just I don't know full it feels right to just have this group together it really does
0: probably helps to have that hoodie on too
1: it does helps.
0: yeah for sure right.
1: jackson's another justin bieber fan just throwing it out there He's um fine. i
0: think my oh god
1: no i want you to go
0: i was just talking about it if anybody hasn't seen what is it like the eight-part documentary
1: season oh
0: yes yes life changes you remember hey, do you remember when we would text like every tuesday and thursday about like the next season coming up <laughs>
1: yes. Listen. It
0: drops at 12. It drops at 12.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, maybe my good thing is just getting to wear this hoodie today. Maybe that's just what I'm what I'm loving.
0: And if there's anything we've learned, that's a great thing, you know? Obviously.
1: Okay, so you know? here's here's my follow-up question because I feel like you guys are very much in a place where <laughs> you have a bigger perspective on life because of your relationship with Christ, obviously. How do you feel like keep, I'm not gonna say positive. I think keeping this really hope-centered perspective on life, how does that kind of correspond with the people around you? Are you feeling like you're the person who's constantly like, here's the bright side, here's the bright side, or do you think people are kind of starting to have the same mentality because I have a mix here. So I'd be curious what's going on in your guys' environments
2: awesome. Yeah, I was about to say, um, my like mindset is very much like I like to fix things. I like to find solutions to X, Y, Z situation that I find myself in. And I'm always trying to like find the best possible outcome. And sometimes, you know, I find number three or like number five. And then like, I think back later and I'm like, man, I could have done something better for like this person or like this could have been so much better. Um, but to, to correlate with the the people around me, I'm definitely like more of like, Hey, like look at the bright side type of thing. Like um, it's a lot harder to explain why I have that perspective when people aren't in faith uh, like myself um, to have that, that higher calling um, that, that we're blessed with. Um, Cause you know, at, at the end of the day, like God's got my back. Like he's got the plan in place. Like I just gotta like do what I gotta do to get there, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we might go off the beaten path every now and then, but, you know, ultimately like everything's (coughs) happening for a reason because he willed it to be that way. Um, so personally like being around, you know, non-believers, it's difficult to explain that perspective. Like, oh my gosh, like all this bad stuff has been happening. Like, how do you remain like this? And it's like, as I know at the end of the day, like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's just like a, a piece that can't be attained anywhere else.
0: Yeah. i yeah, so good. Really um, I would probably say that mine would be very similar to yours. It's funny, Mom, when you were asking that question, I was thinking about, I had a conversation with, I was talking to my head high school football coach the other day and, and he sent me a text and he said, hey, bud, no matter what, you always have to stay in the cup. And what he means by that is, you know, I feel like, you know, as believers, we're, we're called to be that person no matter what, no matter how hard it gets, no matter quarantine, no matter, you know, everything's going right. We have an obligation to stay in that cup And what I mean by the cup is to be just present in what you're doing and to not look you know down the road and to kind of go off what Austin's saying also is I, I would say I'm also kind of that guy um, to kind of look at the cup as you know a glass half full instead of half empty Um but yeah that visual he gave me really stuck with me because it's one of those things that as soon as you get out of the cup i think everything can kind of turn to being miserable very fast um because you start looking at circumstances like yeah this sucks you know wearing this mask sucks but i feel like staying in the cup is very profound because it's one of those things to where it allows me and centers me to stay like hey it's 8 15 and I'm talking to two of my very good friends I'm not worried about what I'm doing at nine at ten that'll come when it gets there you know
1: yeah. um
0: so I would say I'm very similar when it comes to that as um awesome is. As-
1: yeah well I'm glad you both answered that way because I would have been very shook if you guys were like yeah i'm probably the negative person in my group because you guys are two of the most positive people i know so i would have been like okay who are you hanging out with that could be more positive <laughs> that's hilarious what so, about you mon oh
2: yes 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 she was trying to get off scott free.
1: <laughs> i was i really was you
2: better catch her bring it um, back that's bring it that's back funny. I don't I have
0: think, to answer questions because I'm a host yeah what that is it? the vibe yeah, um,
1: <laughs> I think for me I which my mom reminds me of a lot which is not the most kind thing she's ever done for me but I'm a very negative person I feel like I'm always trying to figure out like worst case scenario um which I think comes out differently because I would say when you meet me, you wouldn't say, oh, Mon's really negative. Like, I don't think it comes out to people from just like my outward personality, but I think the people who know me know that I'm constantly like, oh, but what if that doesn't work out? And I don't know what we would do if it doesn't happen exactly this way. And so this year has been really good for me because it's showed me that Monica, you were never in control the whole time and now you're just seeing it more visibly so I think for me it's been good um because I'm trying to be a source of pointing these college girls to hope which causes me to have to like cling to hope too so a lot of the time when I'm talking to them I'm like hey I'm preaching this to myself too like I'm telling you this but I also need to hear this
0: yeah that's so good that's funny when you say that. I, uh, I don't know if y'all know Michael Todd. Um,
1: Oh yeah.
0: From, I, I think it's Texas, but I love the way he starts some of his sermons and he, he's not like up here preaching down here, kind of the visual of mm-hmm. I'm here, but he always starts it like, Hey, I'm able to preach this because I've gone through this process. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you were saying, which is cool. Cause people relate to that. You know, people, people respect people that have gone through it. And then Talk about it because it's like, hey, you kind of know what I'm going through. Yeah, um, that's exactly. awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you guys are very good about not being positive just for the heck of it. Like both of you pointed to why you're positive, and I do think Austin, you brought out something good of how do you, how is your hope legit to people who don't have a common faith with you? And I remember I got dinner with um, one of my friends who came to visit me here and she's not a believer, and she was just, you know, kind of venting about how her life had been really hard since the pandemic, and I kind of just looked at her, and I was like, yeah, you know, all of that is super legit, but to be honest, this whole process has not been the end of the world for me because I have Jesus, and she just kind of looked at me and was like, whoa, like, her saying that means that there's some type of significance because, you know, I didn't say, oh, my life's been so easy, but I just pointed to that one thing. And so I think there is a common ground because people are searching for hope, especially oh. now. And when you tell them that they've, that you've found it, then you're able to connect with that.
0: Yeah. Not to be the guy that's like using quotes. Oh, my throw girl, it
1: out. Throw it out my there.
0: mother sent me this the other day. And w- for some, I was having just an off day and I was telling her about it. And she goes, whatever God calls you to endure with him is better than any type of abundance without him. And I was like, bro, like, you know, cause I was like, if that's not true, I don't know what it is. Cause you can be going through, you know, hell or high water but if you have someone right beside you that was the one who created you like, hey bud, that terrible day kind of just turns into a day of learning. You know, your perspective kind of changes. Um,
1: wow yeah. your grandma is wise yo
0: she's a goat for sure <laughs> one of many one of many goats yeah she's one of them
2: yeah and I, to go off of that I mean we often try I mean a lot of other people especially down believers try and rely on like another earthly person and like we as people can only handle so much like we we can't take in without you know getting you know poured back into so when you're constantly like pouring out yourself trying to help other people like it's very difficult to sustain that and you know how other people fill themselves up is you know entirely up to them but like it's it's a question of like are you really full
0: Hmm. yeah that's so good yeah Yeah, that was so good
1: (laughs) i'm just glad this is being recorded guys maybe we could um we could start a little group here a little sermon group
0: the encouragement from y'all two in this room is unexplainable (laughs) Uh,
1: and i
2: like to just just to be straight up like we didn't prepare this like this all like god breathed, just coming into my head like all the glory to him man yeah
0: we just roll it see what happens and
1: yeah I mean that's. What...
2: Just...
1: <laughs> <Maybe> that's <laughs> what... yeah well
0: nothing's going nothing's going wrong yet praise the lord
1: yeah there's still time okay yeah. so tell me yeah. how you guys are specifically like what are you doing to make the most in a situation when there's where there's not a lot to necessarily do Like what are you doing to make the most of your in-between time that we are in Austin? You're graduating, you know, that's coming, you have a job, but you're a student. Like what are you doing at that time? And then obviously Jackson you're entering into like season vibes. And so what are you doing? Cause you're so busy. Like what's actually giving you life?
0: So one thing that I've found in, you know, in seasons, very just hectic and it's just a lot on your mental. Um, And what keeps me grounded, what it keeps me solid is I, we have this nice little coffee shop downtown. It's called Genesis. Um, Newberry, Newberry is a very small town, um, but they have this place and it's kind of just my place to refresh and, you know, whether that may be quiet time, journaling, listening to worship music, praying, it's kind of just my time to, you know, cause I feel like if you don't have that time, you can look up and it's three days and you can, I mean, you are literally exhausted, you know, and all of a sudden you start asking your questions, am I gonna, you know, am I gonna make it? Am I gonna be okay? And kind of what you were talking about earlier, but that, that time, that I have is so essential to me because it just resets me and prepares myself for that upcoming day. Um, now it's it's important year round, obviously, um, but in season for me, it's almost like an essential um, because I have a bad, um, I can just get obsessed with, you know, doing everything I can to be the best player I can. And you just have to remind yourself of like what's most important. Um, which is that time, you know, for me personally to just spend with the Lord because that's where you're molded, changed, corrected, um, um, sanctified, you know, just all that, which is just good for me um, in my mental, so.
1: That's really good. I mean, that's like the best thing that you could do. Um, Can I ask what beverage you're getting when you pop on over there?
0: I really haven't expanded outside of just a large hot coffee. Um, number one it's the cheapest you don't go in there and buy a $8 drink Um, yeah just a large hot coffee with half and half and sugar
2: and keep it oh come on
0: I know I haven't made the transition to black
2: make it
0: almost I don't know what's holding me back I don't (laughs)
2: literally you (laughs) are (laughs) I'll talk to Jesus about it (laughs) (laughs)
1: Listen, the transition to black coffee only happened because, for me at least, because I was trying to like eat super healthy. Oh, this is mm-hmm. like my sophomore year of college. Yeah. And it was like you could have water or you could have coffee and it had to be black. And I was yeah. like, this is my time, you know? <laughs> and now I feel like it's a power move. Like, if I ever go on a coffee date again in my life, I just think it's a power move to be able to walk up and be like black coffee for me. You
0: no, know it hundred percent is.
1: And it's so almost it's like, intimidating. yes, Yeah, it, that. Is.
0: it is. I'm not there. <laughs> I, I honestly need to get on that though for real. I've been telling myself that for like two years.
2: I will say I made the transition because I forced myself to do intermittent fasting and you know, black coffee, zero calories, doesn't yes, break yeah. a fast. So, you know. And now it's, like, there's no chance I'm putting cream or sugar in any coffee. Also, like, I actually just, like, taste the flavor of, like, the coffee. So, like, different coffees taste different. Like, it's not just sugary and, like, creamy, you know? You really get the uniqueness of each, each uh, you know, bean that your coffee is coming
0: from. (laughs) Y'all have made me feel this big.
2: Hey, you know... (laughs) It's it's a tough transition. Believe me, I I didn't like it at first. But here we are. It's almost uh, all this hard work and dedication just paid
1: off. Oh god.
2: All, all this force feeding of coffee and so hating it.
1: Um, Listen, yeah, you got to you got to start with a flavored coffee maybe first. Like do not start with Starbucks as your first black coffee cuz theirs is wow, it's yeah. bad.
2: It's too yeah. much
1: but yeah. I Starbucks
2: have, is not good
1: yeah it's not but I have worked my way up to being able to drink black coffee from Waffle House which who even knows what they're brewing and no, that's one. That's the
0: exactly. yeah. <laughs> no one knows
1: no one knows it could be Folgers it could be we don't know
0: I am inspired
1: I'm glad will you
0: tomorrow's the day know? tomorrow's the day Yes, let's go. I'm inspired. Y'all have done it.
2: Look um, at this positivity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's day one. I will, oh, this is just an excuse for me to have to get back on um, the podcast.
1: Well, I'll be darned. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll get
2: an update. I, will, I
0: fully expect to be back <laughs> next March. Um, <laughs> once a year. <laughs> once and I will come year? back with my coffee review. On how black coffee has been treating me for the last year.
2: Maybe we just have a new separate episode series called Coffee with Jackson. And it's just.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing.
2: Uh, He has to drink black coffee during it. It's actually recorded at like 6 a.m.
0: I love that Yeah. Austin, Uh was it Austin's turn to answer the question? Did we get
2: sidetracked? We totally did. I'm sorry. I totally got sidetracked. Um, I believe the question was something along the lines of what are you specifically doing in this time to make the most of this time? Yes. All right. I'm about to lay it down. Yeah, you are. So for those of you who do not know, I am currently working about 30 hours a week and in 12 credit hours of school. So you could say machine, I'm a little busy. Um, but that that being said like there's always like some sort of homework that's going on past five o'clock but at five o'clock no matter what's going on I'm like all right work done go out in the living room see what the roomies are up to Um, because personally I'm sitting here you know pretty much all day sometimes one of the housemates comes in you know hey what's going on and I'm like I'm doing work, and they're like, oh, so you can't drive me to class? And I'm like, no. Um, but I'm pretty much secluded all day, um, occasionally talking to to work people through the virtual like this. But, you know, in person is it's a completely different vibe, completely different animal. Um, and I really do enjoy the time that I get to spend in person with the people that I care about, specifically, you know, my girlfriend Carly and you know all of my friends here in oxford so just like taking the time to get away from the screen and just like sit down and talk with people is like the intentionality that i've been taking um you know if if i'm not tired at the end of the day from conversation with people then like what did i really do that day you know um so just just trying to be intentional with people and in, in conversation yeah. just Trying to really, you know, connect and build those relationships that I know that are going to last after I leave here, and um, you know, that's it's really what I've been just trying to trying to make those those friendships that last.
0: Yeah, that's so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say mine is a combo of the two. I won't avoid the question this time, you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, like mine. Is a combo of needing my alone time with God, but also needing time with others and people who know me and know me well and know when I'm like BSing them about something and can like you know kind of like call you out. Yeah, exactly. And I think for me, I've kept in touch with people from home in Oxford way more than I thought and that's been a huge gift because I don't really know if I would be as healthy of a person right now if I wasn't in constant communication with them Um, and talking and just having them pray for me and all the things and like even with you Jackson like we don't talk very much but like when (laughs) we do I never feel like I, like it's awkward or weird because I just know you're a homie forever. So.
0: And, it, and it's kind of like past the BS of like, we know what we need to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. it's like, Hey, let's get down to what matters. You know, it's not like, Hey, like, how are you? Like, Let me ask this question. But like, do I really care? But <laughs> no, it's more of like, Hey, like, how can I pray for you? You know, not to cut you yeah. off, but like, no. And that's, things you know
1: yeah and that's exactly what we did I literally I don't remember who texted who first but I like texted you and you were like ah what's up and then it immediately was like what's going on in like the depths of your soul and like how are you right. struggling in like 0.3 seconds which was just so cool right.
0: yeah. yeah that was really helpful by the way
1: <laughs> yeah well you know prayer is a thing and I'm still praying so yeah. we're all out here needing prayer and it's a good yeah, little exchange policy. Yeah. That
2: southern drawl of Monica coming through. Needing yeah. prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, she's adapting. I, she's assimilating. Yeah.
1: I, have really, a good word. <laughs> I have really started saying y'all. <laughs> I really y'all. started, well, once I got here, saying you guys felt so, like, wrong to me. hmm like, you
0: guys is the thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not
1: weird. Also, not. people love biscuits here. Yeah. Learned.
2: Yeah, and gravy. How about
0: just bread in general? Just, just bread, any type of bread.
1: Any type of like obnoxiously unhealthy thing is just like yeah. normal.
0: Yeah, it's like a lifestyle. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, which really. <clears throat> Set me through a loop when I first got here. And have you
0: experienced the old meat in three? Do you, do you know what I mean when I say that?
1: Uh no, but I am very scared.
0: Well no, it's just like like a main course, like you have like your country fried steak or your fried chicken oh um, and, and like your when I say meat and three, like obviously the sides are more like. I mean, nothing healthy besides like green beans, but you have like mashed potatoes and gravy, rice and gravy, notice the amount of gravy, (laughs) Um, macaroni and cheese, banana pudding. And you just pick three of them and it's just called like a meat and three. I mean, it's basically takes 10 years off your life every time you eat one of them. So
2: that's like a thing, yeah.
1: Sounds like a clogged artery every time,
2: probably. Oh, 100%, yeah, it's not good for you at all. Yeah. just gotta hit the gym you know get your run in yeah let them cancel drink drink water yeah yeah we do
1: um i think i will say my favorite fast food here is bojangles Mm. what do you get usually i get oh man i haven't been in so long (coughs) Tried to let that go but i get like the supreme Mm -hmm. meal and it's like Three or four chicken tenders. I don't remember. Yeah. Fries, honey mustard. Yes. It's good. Like I don't mess around with like dirty rice or slaw or anything yeah. like that. Like just give me the fries, you know.
0: Get the seasoned fries. Yes. They're honey mustard, by the way.
2: Yeah.
1: Their Unreal. honey mustard is unmatched. Literally yeah. unmatched.
2: Sponsor us, uh, Bojangles.
1: I would. I would yeah. probably not know what to do with myself if that happened. <laughs> um, okay, guys, I think I'm going to wrap okay. us up here, yeah. and we always wrap up with not talking about fast food. Actually, mm-hmm. we always wrap up with talking about the thing that we've been loving lately in life, which I feel like we've kind of done throughout the cast tonight. Mm-hmm. But really focus on something super recent that you feel like has just been something fun, good for the soul what have you um which austin i was thinking about this the other day we come up with these every single week which is kind of impressive
2: that's very impressive it is it is and i always think of something that i've been loving more after recording the podcast but i (laughs) i came prepared today
0: yeah you did
1: all right well drop it sir
2: yeah we let the guests go last so um jackson we'll let you Think about it for a minute here. I got two things. Um, actually, it's kind of three, but whatever. Can we please um, all three? So, my whole family came for my birthday this past weekend. <clears throat> it's like the first time they've all been there for like my birthday in like seven years. Um, my sister like competitive cheer. Her whole like childhood, there was always a huge cheer competition in Dallas, Texas, on the weekend of my birthday so like pretty much they were always gone um so that felt really cool to be like loved and celebrated by like my whole family um for my birthday i got an acoustic guitar Mm. um that i was playing um yesterday also played it with my brother when he got it for me um been absolutely loving like getting better at the guitar studying music theory has been really cool And then the third one is on Monday night, I watched a movie called The Prestige. Mm -hmm. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Um, Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, they're rival musicians, and they're just one-upping each other. Not musicians. Magicians. (laughs) Sorry, I was on the guitar track. But absolute thriller of a movie. Like, this isn't the greatest showman. Like, this is... This is the guy that brought you the Dark Knight, okay? Yeah, that's big. That's a uh, great movie, movie we can cast, by the way. It is. Yeah. Dang so me. that's that's the three. That's all three.
1: Incredible. I mean, that's it. Like you just are gathering so many hobbies. It's amazing. I'm so proud mm-hmm. of you. Um, oh, gosh, for me, what would it be? I literally just had it and then it went away. Oh. Okay, this is not to, like, flex. It's just something that I've really been enjoying. But, but is it is to flex. I mean, if you don't flex, Austin, on the podcast, <coughs> then I have to. And you haven't really this time. Um, actually, you did right. kind of flex with the chimichangas. But anyway, okay. um, I have really been loving not watching TV before I go to bed. Mm. And instead, reading or catching up with a friend for a few texts, um and then just like hitting the hay. And mm-hmm. at first, I thought that was going to be really hard for me because I'm a big TV gal. <coughs> now every time I'm like, no, I love not watching TV before I go to bed. Like it just makes me feel like just better overall. So that's what I've been loving.
0: That's awesome. Um, first of all, happy late birthday. Doggum, that's bad, Bobby. That's bad. Um, oh, it's all good. Well, I've been, well, we won't get into all that. But I had, I mean, I didn't know. There was no way for me to.
2: Know. There was no That's way. That's bad. Continue.
0: Um, to, kind of, to kind of, honestly, to kind of go off what, Mon, you said earlier about keeping up with your friends in Oxford. Um, I feel like I've always kind of had a bad habit, whether I've um, been home to go back to Miami for the fall or to come to Newberry for a semester. I kind of leave all my friends back home. And, you know, when I get home for the next break or whatever, we kind of pick off um, where we left off. Uh, But this is the first semester that we've all really kept in touch. Um, And I didn't think that would be a big deal, Uh, but I wake up some mornings and I like have texts from some of them and like group texts. And that's been like very encouraging and refreshing to like not, I would say, like, see you in January and then not see you until June, but we're okay. But it's also, like, refreshing to know, like, hey, bud, like, are you, are you okay this week? Um, that's been very refreshing um, to just feel. Like, I feel that sometimes in the morning. Um, so, yeah, that's been really cool, just to keep up with friends um, and not take six months off for seeing each other again.
1: Yeah. So, that's been cool. Yeah, it's definitely easy to just be like, I'm a skirt right. and see you when I see you, which I don't know when that will be. Like, that's just so much easier than keeping up with people.
2: Yeah, it takes effort, man.
0: It does. That no, really does. But it's worth it, you know?
1: It is worth it. You know, relationships, they're hard work, but am I right or am I right, Austin? They're hard work, but it always, <laughs> it always works out.
2: Yeah, that one. If it wasn't hard, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's right. perfect. So basically what he's trying to say is that Jackson and I are not trying hard enough over here.
2: That's not it. That was it. It's hard to be successful. That was definitely it. Maybe another shot. That wasn't the word. I'm so sorry. You're good. It's
1: hard to be successful. Okay, so now we're yeah. we're single, we're lazy, and we're No! Single. We're
2: not breaking this down. <laughs>
0: Let's hey but it was up. nice hearing from both of y'all
1: yeah yeah so i'm feeling encouraged feeling loved
2: <laughs> we were doing so well and then i had to go there I, guys don't honestly something had to go wrong yeah it. i Congrats.
1: i set you up for that <laughs> okay it's okay no worries all right well let's just call it a night guys thank you so much for coming out and chatting about something that i think really matters and is fun and also really serious and i hope that you guys listening learn some about black coffee but also learned about where you can find hope in the midst of unknown and like i said if you're in between in with us we're right there with you okay we don't have our ish together so well actually austin does he has a job but some of us don't so
0: okay
2: i don't
1: All right. Well, any last words, fellas?
2: Guys, uh, well, number one, Jackson, thanks for making the time to, to come back. We'll have to have you back next March. It'll be, you know, just an absolute thrill. <laughs> Guys, if you're not following us on Instagram, I don't know how you found us, but go follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends at Put A oh Officials. Gosh. And guys you know we love hearing from you if something you know made your week if if you know jackson said something really funny comment let us know we love to talk to you guys love to interact with you but we'll just be on the lookout for the next one you know enjoy your friday and we'll see you next time